You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you and your hard breathing today? <laughs> I know. Well, it's... It's been a uh, it's been a long day here at the uh, at the household. I'm still uh, still getting getting in back in Bama mode here. I had a big Bama day yesterday. I watched I watched all nine innings of Alabama baseball, all seven innings of Alabama softball. Even got some glimpse of the uh, track competition on SEC Network. So, man, it was a, it was a full day of Bama over here. I'm I'm still worn out. Okay, well, I know we won in baseball on Saturday. I know we won the SEC championship game. We'll talk about that in softball. Um, And then, of course, we lost today or yesterday, whenever the hell you're listening to this, against LSU to lose the series one to two. Um, But I have no idea how we didn't track. Uh, Well, the main thing I watched is Tamara Clark win. Uh, She won uh, the 200 meters and not only won the 200 meters, it was like a – record-setting time, I think at least a school record. I mean, she was, she was kind of a big story for Alabama. I think Alabama might have won other things, but I knew she was supposed to win. That was coming up, so I just kind of stayed with the track. I watched until she ran, and it was, uh, it was impressive stuff. So we got some pretty good athletes up and down that Alabama athletic department these days. Yeah, and, and really, I don't think we need to review the softball uh, championship much, although I will say this, look, it's kind of funny. On Friday night, we had some friends over, and one of them's an Auburn fan, but he he loves sports in general. And uh, I had the softball game on. He said, "Man, can I put it on anything else?" And I said, "You know," I said, "Yeah, I don't. It's fine." Um, he he. But then he said, "Oh, I see. He didn't realize it was Alabama." He said, "I see this Alabama and whatever. If you want to watch it." So we left it on, and um, he said, "I just don't see how you watch this." And I said, "I'm going to tell you something, man. I enjoy softball ten times more than I do." baseball it's more fun the girls are more involved uh they they care more about it i mean if you watch a dugout in in the yeah. in the fourth inning of a baseball game it's like they could everybody in that dugout wishes they could be somebody somewhere else everybody and but if you show the dugout in the fourth inning of a girls game and it's eight to nothing it doesn't make a shit what the score is they all got their rally caps on they're all cheering and supporting one another uh yeah, we need a we need an upward with men movement or something with baseball because I'm telling you, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of support for your teammates out there unless it's close in the ninth inning. But in the end, um, Bailey Hemphill and that that home run on on Friday night was just ridiculous oh, fun. to watch. It was fun and and that it was home run number sixty one, which is you know, home run sixty one means a lot in baseball terms. You know, the famous 61st home run that Roger Maris hit to, to beat Babe Ruth's record back in 1961. And, uh, you know, and then that it was the 61st home run and that it came to, to win a game, to win an SEC tournament semifinal game in, sixth, in the sixth inning, bottom of the sixth, big dramatic fashion. And, uh, wow, to be the pitcher and the catcher being the big stories of the tournament and being the big stories of Alabama softball this year is just a lot of fun. And uh, I think Montana Fouts basically made the short trip from 
all-time great to legend. I, I think Montana yeah. Fouts is now at legendary status at Alabama, even though she's likely to be back next year, still pitching for Alabama a year from now. I don't think she's going anywhere. Uh, and just a legend. And, wow, set the SEC tournament record for strikeouts uh, over a three. And, and you know, I'll, I'll, I do like baseball and – so all of my softball knowledge is basically based on baseball. What I don't understand is how she can pitch so many innings. I'm just used to baseball, where if you throw a hundred, a hundred pitches, you know you're 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 donezo, and uh, and, you, and you you only pitch every five days. She's throwing a hundred balls a night, three nights in a row, and it's just yeah, it's uh, crazy. I think it's something to, to do with that. The, I think softball is a lot easier on the arm. Although I have no yep. idea why or how this is I why know. I was never good exactly. at biology or anatomy or none of that shit because <laughs> they wind that arm up Bugs Bunny style and then they let that thing go at any given moment. I, I do not understand. I think it'd be harder for me if you if you, I don't know. This may this may be erroneous. Somebody will call me out on this. I almost think it would be harder for me to hit a softball from Bailey Hemphill than it would be to from take a pitch from, from an Alabama pitcher. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, you're not wrong at all. Uh, if you do the math, if you do the math, Montana Fouts throws in the mid 70s. She 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 normally Lost sits right around 70. Yeah, she she sits right around 73 for seven innings. Well, the 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 mound is only I think it's 45 feet in softball. It's 45 I feet. Know from the mound to home plate as opposed to the 60 feet that you have in Major League Baseball. So when you do the math, that 73-mile-an-hour pitch is something like 98 or 99, you know, from the – so it's the, it's the equivalent of hitting a fastball in the high 90s. So not a whole lot of human beings that aren't big-time baseball players can do that, can, can put the bat on it or at least with any consistency at all. So it's amazing what she can do and what these girls do. And if you'd have told me 10, 12 years ago that I would love college girl softball, I'd have told you you were crazy. But I enjoy it like you, Luke. I, obviously, I much prefer to watch Alabama than anything else. But, hey, if I'm flipping around and, and, and Michigan's playing Indiana yeah. uh, in softball, I'll watch. I mean, it, 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 I, I think – what these girls, they play at a high level. Isn't that why we, we enjoy watching baseball and sports? I mean, just watching the sport played at a high level. And, oh, they do. They are, they are badass. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Built Bar. This episode is brought to you today by Built Bar, by the way. Go to BuiltBar.com, B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. It's LOCKED15. Not LOCKED ON15. It's LOCKED15 is your promo code. Locked 15. You'll get 15% off your order uh, at BuiltBar.com. These things are absolutely delicious. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use that promo code LOCKED15. Get that 15% discount. They got a gazillion flavors. At least it seems that way. I mean, that seems, that's probably theoretically and realistically impossible. But uh, they do have a lot of flavors. So go check them out. You will love them. Jimmy and I have had them multiple times. We get samples sent to us, and we are in uh, – we treat them with the highest regard because they're delicious. So go to BuiltBar.com. Give them a whirl. Also want to tell everybody about Kaleidoscope Media, K-A-L-Media.com, K-A-L-Media.com, Kaleidoscope Media. These folks want to help you out with that home remodel. 
with that kitchen remodel, with the new bathroom you want to put in, whatever it is, Kaleidoscope Media, they want to help you out with it. This is uh, Michael and Cassie Moore, husband and wife team down there in Baldwin County, the fastest growing county in the state of Alabama. I'm not positive, but I think it may be because of Michael and Cassie Moore. They're such great people and good business people. Um, I think it might be because of them. More people want to be near Michael and Cassie Moore, and why wouldn't they? Michael served two tours in Iraq. He is a decorated veteran, and then he got into industrial design when he got out of the military, and he and his wife, who is very talented with design in her own right, they decided to, hey, let's just start a business because we're good at this. And they've started a business, very successful. They're very good at what they do. Go to kal-media.com, kal-media.com. Let them know you heard about them from right here at Locked On Bama. We would appreciate that. Jimmy, let me tell you a funny story really quickly. Um, So uh, the Locked On, Zach, Lack, Zach Blackerby, not Zach Blackerby, yep. Zach Blackerby from Locked On Auburn, super guy. And uh, he has a great podcast, Locked on Auburn. It's one of the top college uh, podcasts in our network, Uh, usually number one, number two, or number three. Uh, We're in the top five or top six, but, uh, you know, our argument's always been there, more Alabama podcasts. I don't know if that's true or not, but I don't care. I just know Zach's a good dude. And he put in a good word at the nice folks at WNSP down in Mobile to have me on um, as a guest for – sort of do, to do a different Alabama section because he was doing an Auburn section, an Auburn uh, segment with him. Well, they called me and I said, great, I'm looking forward to it. And I just assumed right off the bat that, you know, they were going to talk to me like everybody. We're going to talk to me about football and then maybe some recruiting and then throw in some basketball and maybe like, hey, have you even seen the baseball team kind of thing? No, no. They led with baseball. <laughs> led it. And, and I'm talking about – Jimmy, I'll never forget the story. My dad, I'm going to tell a story within the story. My dad said, uh, my dad's mother, my grandmother was uh, an English teacher. And so my father knew all about sentence diagramming every which way you could diagram a diagram, do any kind of diagramming you could do. At Alabama, he was taking a class and it was, you know, some kind of English, something or another. And dad went to the first three weeks of it and said, I know this shit backwards and forwards. I don't even have to go to class anymore. So he quit going to class. He showed up the final day and they said, um, okay, here's, here's this sentence. Just do a tree diagram on this. This is your final and you're out of here. And dad said, I had never heard of a tree diagram in my life. So I looked at some bitch next to me and said, you're going to have to help me out with this. I don't give a shit if we both get caught or nothing. He said, you're going to have to help me because I ain't getting, I ain't getting thrown out of the university because, uh, because I didn't know about a tree diagram. So anyway, um, that's how it was. I was like, I looked around and went, okay, I don't know shit about baseball, but what I'm going to do is tell you all I do know about baseball and about the limitations Alabama and Auburn face because of scholarship reductions, whatever, or scholarship differentials uh, against neighboring states with lotteries, et cetera. And uh, so I thought, I dodged that. Okay, now he's going to ask me some football shit. You know what he said next? He said, okay, well, Luke, what's the rotation this week? I finally just said, I had to come clean. I said, dude, I don't. I mean, I just, excuse my friends. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. What do you want me to say? I don't know. I mean, and I said, I wish I could tell you. I really do. I, and, I, and I actually said this. I said, I thought you were going to ask me a lot more football stuff. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> hey, and to be totally, I mean, you know, I'm not a big 
radio expert. I mean, I got a local Alabama. Put it this way: I, I also have a you know on a on a, on a competing uh, sports talk station here in Mobile. I've got you know a, a show that we do weekly and uh, year round, and uh, we rarely bring up baseball. If we, yeah. we talk about baseball, it's for thirty seconds. I mean, it's it's not a we we do football and 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 quite a bit of basketball. Uh, but but we don't really touch on the sports very much. So I don't really know that there's a huge amount of interest in Alabama baseball in the in the Mobile market. There's some. I mean, I think people have an, uh, certainly a passing interest, particularly if the team's doing well. But I mean, I keep up with it pretty good. But I don't know if you can ask me on a Friday what the rotation looks like. I'm sure that question was sort of based on the return of Connor Prelip, who I, who I believe did pitch Sunday. Uh, I, I think he was on a really short pitch count. Uh, so I, I guess it was a lot about that, but I, I, I think most, most Alabama uh, sports broadcasters would have, been, would have been lost on that one. I, I can't imagine Lee doing a whole Alabama baseball segment without being told <laughs> several days in advance. Yeah. <laughs> I want to read up on it. Right. Yeah, I was like, it would be good if you had given me like any warning at all that you were going to talk baseball at all. Like if I didn't even think I'd hear the word baseball in this interview and you asked me two pretty poignant <laughs> and detailed questions that I had no idea what the answer was. And I just gave you, I gave you other things. I gave you the answer to other stuff that had nothing to do with the question you asked, but whatever. I'd segue um, right into what, what I would like to talk about. Because I've been busting to talk about this dude. We haven't talked about yet my bro crush, running back Bronson Robinson from Madison, Mississippi, Germantown High School. No Watched relation. Tape about nope. No, no relation. relation between Luke. I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe you should. Maybe you should hit up one of those ancestry dot coms and find out. But, but. Uh, you know, every year, I mean, we're recruiting the best players in the country, and, and, and no one should be surprised when I'm impressed by the tape of someone that we're recruiting. Duh. But, man, I, I love the Bronson Robinson Jr. tape. Again, uh, maybe, in my mind, the number one prospect in Mississippi. We got a pretty good prospect in Mississippi already committed to us, uh, and that Otis kid, the really gigantic defensive tackle guy. But uh, – I like Bronson Robinson much, even I, I would go to say much more uh, than even Otis. Um, I think Bronson Robinson, to me, my Bama player comp for him, which is a fun discussion too, is Trent Richardson. To me, to me, he's Trent. Uh, now, some people are going to disagree. He's not rated as highly as Trent at this point, although I believe he's only going to go up in the rankings between now and and you know when the rankings become finalized, but. He reminds me a lot of Trent in terms of his physicality, his his running style. Um, I, I love much like Trent at the same level. Bronson is a devastating runner between the tackles because he runs through tackles so well, like Trent. But what makes him elite is you know, he can bounce it outside and house it to daylight, too. I mean, this dude is gone when he's got – the daylight. So he's a very all around back. He's plenty big. He's plenty fast. Would like to see more video of him catching the ball because I think one, one thing as opposed to Trent back in 2011, I think it's even more important in 2021 to catch the ball out of the backfield. And, you know, in high school football, they don't throw to the back a whole lot for, for a bunch of reasons. They do it less, but 
the, mo- the main reason they don't throw to the back a lot is in high school, you have to keep things a little more simple than you do in college. It's crazy to make things too complicated in high school. And if you're in high school and Bronson Robinson's your running back, you know what you do? You hand him the ball. Less things can go wrong. You hand him the ball and things are going to work out, right? I mean, why make it harder than that? So we'll have to see him adjust to, to, to being in, in a college offense where he's going to have to catch the ball. But I, I don't say there's a reason not to take him. I, I think you take that guy 100 times out of 100. You just – that's something that's probably going to have to be worked on and obviously picking up blitzes. I mean, it's just not – I'm not too familiar with the, with the offense. They run at Germantown in Madison, but I doubt there's a lot of – blitz pickup type things that you ask a running back to do so uh so of course there's a lot of things to work on but wow i mean i I, i'm just blown i I saw it over two weeks ago i'm still blown away like i i will be shocked if i see running back tape in the 22 class and, and, and and see a kid better than him i'll be shocked Jimmy, let me tell everybody about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is where you want to go when you want to put that bet in. Look, if you went there during the Preakness and you bet on Rombauer, I think that's who won it, then you won some money. And, you know, hopefully that's what happened. But if you didn't get it in time for the Preakness, that's fine. They got other races coming up. They got auto racing. They got Major League Baseball. They got college football futures. They got uh, golf. You got whatever you want. You got reality TV that you can bet on with these dudes. It's unbelievable. Check them out. Go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code Locked On. You get a fifty percent welcome bonus. So that's just like free money raining down on your head. Go to betonline.ag. Use that promo code Locked On for a fifty percent welcome bonus. This is a fantastic site. Super easy to navigate. Very easy to pay in. Even easier to get paid. You will love this site if you're into gambling at all. Even if you're not into gambling, you just want to mess around play some poker, play some blackjack, whatever. You can do it all at betonline.ag. Give them a whirl. Betonline.ag, promo code locked on. Jimmy, um, we'll just go a couple of odd ends here for the last segment. Number one, is this the best – I don't even know if you call it – you wouldn't call it a calendar year. Is this uh, – you don't – I don't guess it would be a fiscal year. What, I don't – whatever. Is this the best year in Alabama sports history in the sense that – we won the SEC in gymnastics. We won the SEC in basketball and, uh, and the basketball tournament. We won the SEC in national championship in uh, football. We won the Sweet 16 in, in basketball. Um, we also just won the SEC tournament in softball. I mean, I think you could make the argument this is the best, but now somebody brought up 2012. I think we won women and men's golf. We won uh, football, obviously. Um, and we won maybe oh, we won softball, and I think we won something else. And you know, those were all national championships. So maybe 2012 ekes it out. But I'll say this, Jimmy. Here's the other thing: you talked about Bailey Hemphill and Montana Fouts, for that matter. Those are two transcendent, legendary softball players that I think Alabama fans will remember the names of, even if you don't know much about softball. And then basketball-wise, we had the SEC Player of the Year and a guy who averaged barely 13 points a game. Um, but his right. defense and leadership was so incredible that you had to name him Player of the Year. And then in football, you had this uh, dynamic, unbelievable wide receiver that wins the Heisman Trophy for the first time for somebody in that position to win it in God knows how long. And uh, he wins SEC Player of the Year. Your quarterback uh, is – 
setting all kind of school records. Your running back sets the all-time rushing record and touchdown record at Alabama. I mean, it was just, you know, one kick-ass story on top of another. So, I mean, I guess I could make the argument this – this it's a close race. Yeah, I mean, I would have to have the, all, all the, the numbers and pitches in front of me. I mean, about pitches, I mean, you know, a spiel for, okay, well, this year this happened and this year. I don't, I don't know any of that. I don't have all that in front of me. I would just say this feels like the best, you know, what I would call school year, even though school has changed and everybody goes summer school and interim and all that stuff now. But to me, school year is fall and spring. So it feels like the best school year ever. And uh, I left her out of a tweet and felt real bad about it. Also throw in, in terms of all-time greats, uh, Alabama gymnast Luisa Blanco, who was the SEC gymnast of the year. Yeah. She, she, we, we've had a lot of legendary gymnasts over the years, but uh, Blanco is as good as I've ever seen. I mean, I watched Blanco. And, you know, I saw a lot of that gymnastics this year. I'd see her and go, how in the world is she not like, are we sure Simone Biles is better than this? I mean, for, Simone Biles is better than this? I mean, that's, that's how good, you know, Blanco was, who also, in one of the most compelling sporting events I saw of the year, Alabama needed like a, a 9.9 on the last apparatus, on the last event. And Blanco was up and made like a 9.95 on the balance beam that was like, Man, that was as good a sports stuff as I saw all year, you know, for Alabama. I was, that was incredible. So add her to the list of Hemphill and Fouts and Devontae and Herbert Jones and, you know, Tamara Clark, who won last night. And, yeah, it's just crazy. You know, and the baseball team isn't terrible. Our baseball team's been bad for a while, and, and they may not make the NCAA tournament, but they're, they're competitive this year. They were, they were competitive despite losing their best starting pitcher for the whole year, really. And good luck doing that in college baseball. I mean, when you lose your ace pitcher, I mean, only only Vanderbilt has more than one, you know. So, yeah, just an incredibly fun school year and and then a good football spring. And as I joked last night on Twitter, uh, when when, when friend of the show, Esther uh, Scott Workman, tweeted last night, gosh, everybody really has to hate us. And like I said, uh, as an answer to that, uh, wait till they see Bryce. Yeah, <laughs> because I think wait, you get a load of me. We got some. Yeah, we yeah, we got we got some good uh, we got some good times yet to come. Um. All right, buddy. We'll cut this podcast a little short, and we will be back with another podcast tomorrow. We'll probably start on back on your countdown again. Yeah, yeah. We'll do more uh, more countdown of the players. Uh, the season's closer than you guys think. We are. We're really about 16 weeks away from the games and only about 12 weeks away from practice starting. Uh, the summer magazines will come out in the next couple of weeks. And I know magazines are dead to America, but uh, those summer magazines are not dead to me. The uh, Man, I get super fired up about football when I get an Athlons or a Lindy's in my hand. So that's coming up in just about two weeks. So uh, we got a lot to talk about and recruiting. All right, buddy. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.